Welcome to Your Parenting is Showing, Snack Time, a special little bonus episode of Good Stuff We Just Couldn't Cut. Here, our guest Quinn Caldwell talks about having participated in a COVID trial, how it squared with his parenting, and what he wanted his kids to learn from his decision. You asked about COVID. Did you want to do that question or is that important? I mean, I don't know if I... Okay, go for it. Your husband... Now, where does Terry work now? I forget. He works at a hospital and he was in charge of a COVID study and you volunteered to participate in it. Yes. So he is the, his title is Director of Quality um, for the Research Division of SUNY, the State University of New York, uh, Upstate Hospital. So they do a lot of uh, clinical research trials, trying out uh, all kinds of drugs and treatments and whatever. And so it's his job to be sure that they are doing those ethically. So you you don't have to dig very far into the history of medicine to find all sorts of terrible, unethical um, experimentation and, you know, ways of getting new information that were very costly <laughs> to everyone but the researcher. Um, so... So there are ethical guidelines and requirements around that. And then there are just like um, T's that have to be crossed and I's that have to be dotted for that the FDA requires here in the United States. And then um, there's an international body that does that too. So, um, so he helps everybody follow all those guidelines. So for all their uh, clinical research. And so that's always important. They, you Often they're doing global health stuff. So diseases that... Uh, until climate change brings uh, the vectors farther north that for right now are largely in sort of the global south, um, things like dengue fever and uh, whatever. Uh, but all, a lot of that got, well, it all got brought to a halt in March, right? right? Just everything shut down. Um, but then when it when the labs got revved back up, it was all sort of all COVID all the time. And that's not quite true anymore, but for a while it was. So um, they they are were one of the sites for um, Pfizer's uh, vaccine. So I didn't participate in that one, but my mom did. I'm pretty, mm. I, I believe she got the um, vaccine. Uh, placebo. Not the yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But whatever, we'll see. She'll, she'll find that out eventually. Um, and uh, so what I participated in was uh, not a vaccine trial, but a trial for, uh, treatment for people who already have COVID. Um, so it's take, they know that if you take antibodies from people who have survived COVID and move them into someone with an acute case that, um, that improves the outcomes of people with acute cases. So what they're, what this, the trial I participated in was um, to see what would happen if basically if you used uh cow blood <laughs> to do that. So, you know, you probably know we grow our um, flu vaccines and chicken eggs. You know, we do versions right. of this all the time. Um, so if if we don't, if it's possible to not have to harvest the antibodies from hum- infected humans, but if we can grow the antibodies in, uh, in cow, yeah, cows, essentially, in, right. Basically in human models, what will happen then? So the phase of the trial I was in was the phase one, which is they have to be sure it's safe before they move on to later phases to see if it's efficacious, if it's effective. Um, so I, I was just in the safety part. But um, all, all that- That was brave of you. That was really brave. Thank you. I mean, 
you, it wasn't very likely that it was going to be, uh, you know, dangerous. dangerous. Like at worst, it would just, at the worst, it was likely to make me feel bad or whatever. We'll see. Ask me in 10 years, you know, who knows what kind of terrible no. side effects it might have over time. But so far, none. I felt a little, I'm pretty sure I got the real, the real deal. I felt pretty um, bad that night. But like I had a cold coming on or whatever, that, and that's all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Under the so weather. What I want to say about that, both my mom and I both felt like so many people were sitting around feeling like they wanted to do something but couldn't. And there was like, here's a thing right. that we can do that matters, yeah. like that really matters. Um, that we could we could science on behalf of the world and and maybe save it or at least participate in its salvation. So though. It, it felt like a no-brainer to us. There, we did have to go around some ethical stuff about whether my husband could <laughs> could do what he has to do on the study if family members of his were in it, but that's a different thing. Yeah. Um, and, and we wanted our kids to see us. That's what I was going to ask you. So what life. did you say to the boys about it? I'm super curious. And did they have questions or, you know, I think that's so I think, powerful for, for them to see you do that. Yeah. Um, did they have questions? I don't. Or were they worried? I don't think so. Let me ask. Hey, Asa, were you worried when I was doing that clinical research study? Were you worried that it might go wrong or that for Nani it might go wrong? Or how did you feel about it? I mean, some people I just go in there and well, not because cows aren't exactly like us, but the boys are the Portuguese man. So you probably couldn't hear that, but he said he figured it would be okay. He sounds unconcerned. But I will say we were at dinner, I think just last night, just out of curiosity. You know, kids can't get the any of the current vaccines. Vaccines, right. And they won't probably be able to until a bunch more research is done. So just out of curiosity, my husband was asking if, um, it, if the research extended to whatever extended down to whatever age Asa is if he would ever like how he would feel about participating um and he didn't like miss a beat he was like yep mm -hmm. um, and then our four-year-old out of nowhere said I will participate because I he was holding a chicken leg a drumstick he said I'll participate because I am a feminist with meat <laughs> so, like, I don't know what that means but I think we're not that was Amazing logic. Perfect. Yeah. You could take that yep. at a lot of levels. Um, I love it. So, yeah. So it just feels so good to not feel paralyzed and powerless. Like yeah. participating mm -hmm. was a way to take a little power. Um, right. Like the only thing you can do is to stay home and binge watch Netflix yeah. to save to save a people. Yeah. Yeah. I, and the, you know, I think that the other thing I was going to ask you too is kind of how, how the boys feel about the, Christmas rituals being a little bit different. And we had talked, I know, before we started recording about also how they how they feel about COVID in general and wearing masks. And I think, you know, what we were saying and what you're getting at too is mostly they're okay, we, right? We project a um, lot of our own grief and loss and fears onto our kids. And what happens if we, again, see them, just really see them and hear them? Yeah. Yeah. And empower them or sh and show them ways of feeling more in control, even when we know really we aren't, we know, you know, and it can be as simple as wearing your mask. I think, I think a lot of kids are find comfort in wearing their masks because they know that is something they can do to keep themselves and other people safe. 
Um, so it's a, it's a baby step, not unlike participating in a clinical trial, but a lot easier. Mm-hmm. 